I'm Jared Dillian, and welcome to the B-Smart Podcast about how not to be an idiot with your money, because there's a lot of that going around. Back in 2017, I published a piece on Bloomberg about the Trump tax plan, and I don't choose the titles of the Bloomberg pieces, and that's fine because I'm really bad at picking titles, like usually the titles I would pick would be like Shark Puke or something like that, so I'm not... I I can't really pick titles. The title they picked for this piece was The South Will Rise Again Under GOP Tax Plan. And I was talking about the SALT taxes. I was talking about how we eliminated the deduction for state and local income taxes. This was a big tax hike for a lot of affluent taxpayers in blue states. I still know a bunch of people on Wall Street. They live in New Jersey and they're paying $60,000, a year in state taxes, which they can no longer deduct, which means an extra $30,000 on their tax bill. That's big. And what I said at the time was that it would set off a profoundly large movement of people and capital that would last for decades. And that absolutely happened. Now, I was just in Nashville. Nashville is fucking booming. It is unbelievable. It is going bananas. Okay, it's a big city. Uh, I went to a nightclub, which was terrible. Um, I don't recommend it. If if you're in Nashville and you're looking for something to do at night, I would even if you're an electronic music fan, I would go to the honky tonk bars and you could see some great live acts. Uh, there's one nightclub there. It's called All Saints, and they play commercial house and hip hop. And it's it's an I mean it's a nice space. The lighting is great. The space is great. They got a lot of VIP tables, but it's it was a disaster. And and everybody was shit faced drunk at like 10:30 at night. It's like amateur hour. You don't get drunk at 10 o'clock at night. Okay, so it's it was bad. So I went to this club, and uh, it was cold. So earlier in the day, it was like 73 degrees, and the temperature dropped, and it was like 39 degrees, and we had to get back to my buddy's apartment. So we took a lift, and I asked the lift driver, I was like, "How long have you been in Nashville?" And she said, two months." She's been there for two months. She's a transplant. She just moved there two months ago. How do you like it? Well, I'm still getting used to it. And she said it was so much bigger than Milwaukee, which is where she came from. Now, Milwaukee is a pretty good sized city. Ten years ago, Milwaukee was much bigger than Nashville. And now Nashville is much bigger than Milwaukee. So and all the people who have moved to Nashville are causing real estate prices to explode. I mean, there's places you could have gotten 10 years ago, you could have gotten a house for 200,000 bucks that's now trading at 1.2. It's nuts. It's nuts. So taxes do drive a lot of the demographic changes, but these days it's not just taxes. See, Nashville is pretty loosey-goosey around the COVID stuff, around the restrictions. Uh, You go to a restaurant, they don't check your vaccine card and you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask indoors. I mean, it's just, it's a lot easier on small business. Now, the week before, I was in Los Angeles, where the opposite was happening. They are nuts about COVID in California, okay? So I went to a restaurant there. It was my first night there. It was on a Wednesday night, and they said, can I see your vaccine card and ID? So I take out the vaccine card and ID, 
and they stare at it for like 60 seconds, like making sure it isn't a fraud. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, Jesus, you know? So Los Angeles is just, it's a mess. It's a mess. By the way, and by the way, you know, one thing I noticed is that Los Angeles is getting old. I mean, it's kind of an old city, you know, and the infrastructure is bad and it's, you know, it's, it's showing a lot of wear and tear, you know? So it's not just money. It's also the pain in the ass factor of living in a place where there are lots of rules and regulations. It's also the weather. Now, the weather in Nashville I, is not amazing. Like, it's hot in the summer. It's hot and nasty in the summer. It also gets cold in the winter. I mean, it really gets seasons. It gets very cold. Uh, it's often cloudy. It rains quite a bit. Really, the weather is not the best. Uh, it's better than Milwaukee, for sure. Milwaukee weather is no good. you know. <laughs> so I was in Milwaukee in 2017, and I was not impressed. Sorry if you're from Milwaukee. They do have a statue of the Fonz. Okay, that was the best part of Milwaukee. So I find this stuff fascinating. I find demographic changes to be very fascinating. The West Coast, at least when you're talking about the cities, West Coast cities, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, and Seattle, they're dying, okay? The big cities have turned into communist hellholes, and people are fleeing as quickly as they can. And the South did rise again, and those cities are turning into a bustling metropolis, and this will continue as long as those West Coast cities are mismanaged. Now, I used to live in L.A. when I was a kid. My parents were divorced, and I spent a lot of time with my dad in L.A. This was like 83 through 86, somewhere around there, and it was awesome. Like, it was amazing. Uh, my dad lived in Hermosa Beach. I was nine years old. I would take my boogie board down to the beach every day by myself. You know, this is um, free-range parenting, I guess. I played tennis, and I used to live in San Francisco in the 90s which was amazing. It was an incredible place. And I would not live either of these places today. First of all, it's super expensive. The crime is off the charts and it shows no signs of getting better. Now, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody tried a smash and grab robbery in Myrtle Beach, they would be Swiss cheese. Okay, they would get vaporized into a fine red mist. Nobody puts up with that shit here. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They will mess you up. The thing to know about these demographic trends is that they trend. Okay, so we're traders and investors here, so we know about trend following. And you know, if they're the thing with trends is that they continue for a lot longer than you think. And I think this will continue until L.A., San Francisco, Portland, and Seattle are basically irrelevant financially and culturally in Austin, Nashville, and Atlanta become huge financial centers. And it's happening. Trends trend. That's what they do. So the first economic consequence of this is that real estate is going to get really funky. And it already has. Okay, Where I live, south of Myrtle Beach, real estate is up about 50% in the past five years. If you go down to Mount Pleasant, now Mount Pleasant is a suburb of Charleston. It's just to the north of Charleston. It's going bonkers, okay? Let me put it this way. I am very comfortable being long a bunch of real estate in South Carolina over a 10 to 20 year time frame. Now, the other thing is the cost of living. I and mean, the cost of living here is very low, okay? 
Uh, it's very low where I live, but it will get more expensive over time. But relative to, say, L.A. and San Francisco, it's still very, very cheap. A high cost of living is a product of many things, but oftentimes it is a result of state and local regulations that raise the cost of doing business. I moved to South Carolina in 2010, and it was one of the greatest trades I ever made. And I'm staying here forever. I am not leaving. I love it here. I don't fit in down here. It's still, <laughs> but I'm getting used to it over time. It is absolutely incredible. And the South has a reputation of being hot and shitty. Like, that's what I thought, you know, when I grew up in Connecticut and I looked at the map of the United States and I looked at like Mississippi and I'm like, it's got to be so hot and miserable and shitty. I would never move there. And I'm like, okay, well, it is. It's hot and shitty, but only in the summer. It's it's bad for about three months. And I'm not a big fan of the heat. And that's when you get all the tourists and the place sucks. And it's the worst time of the year. Spring and fall are amazing it's like california weather it's not as dry but it is the dry season and you get 70 degree weather for three months in the spring and 70 degree weather for three months in the fall it's absolutely awesome and the winter is a little bit cold you know it gets down into the 50s maybe the 40s if it really gets cold but it's not that bad the problem is, is that the price differential between the South and the North has narrowed considerably. So down in Mount Pleasant, they have real estate that is going for $1,000 a square foot in South Carolina. It's nuts. And it's going to get even more nuts. This is just the beginning. So for decades, the Northeast, particularly New York, New York is what? New York is the financial center of the world. It's the financial, cultural, and social center of America. And that center of gravity is moving south. And by the way, at any time in the last 40 years, you could have moved down here. You could have moved down here. And it would have been very cheap. And there was really no catalyst until the government changed the tax laws. And by the way, the salt taxes, the, the changes that they made, I agree with in a philosophical sense, even though it meant my taxes went up. I agree with them. And there's no reason that low tax states should be subsidizing the spending of high tax states. So I looked up a list of the top U.S. cities by population. Okay. And this is super interesting. We're going to go down the list. So number one, New York City, 8.2 million people. Number two, Los Angeles, just under 4 million people. Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, 2.7 million people. Houston, 2.3 million. Phoenix, 1.7 million. Philadelphia, just under 1.6 million. San Antonio, just behind that at 1.58 million. San Diego, California, 1.4 million. Dallas at 1.3 and a half. And Austin, Texas at about a million. Now, some of the things that I was shocked about, if you go further down the list, Jacksonville, Florida, Jacksonville comes in at number 13 on the list. Who would have guessed that Jacksonville was the 13th biggest city in the country? And Charlotte, North Carolina, where I go all the time, Charlotte comes in at number 15. San Francisco and Seattle are both smaller than Charlotte. Okay. Now, for some reason, this list has Atlanta at 500,000 people, and that doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's just city limits or something like that. Uh, Atlanta's got 2 million people easy, okay? 
So watch these numbers year by year and watch how the South gets bigger and the North and the West Coast get smaller. So if you wanted to take advantage of this, what would you do? Well, you would buy real estate in the South and sell it in the North. That's the obvious thing to do. Too late. You already missed it. You missed you missed it. (laughs) I mean, there's still probably some legs in it. Uh, I think real estate around here is still going to continue to go up but you've at least missed the first half of the trade. The U.S. is going to look very different in 20 years. And if you want to talk about politics, the electoral map is going to look very different. The South is becoming less Republican. Okay, so here in South Carolina, which is a red state for sure, the last gubernatorial election we had here had the Republican winning by 54 to 46. Closer than you would think. Closer than you would think. You know, there's a ton of people moving in here from the north. They bring their politics with them. The next election is going to be a squeaker. Texas is basically a purple state at this point. Georgia is a purple state. You know, there are there's places in Myrtle Beach where the entire population consists of transplants. There's a town here south of Myrtle Beach called Surfside. Okay, the city council of Surfside is all people from New York and New Jersey, all, okay? And here in Myrtle Beach, there's there's an area called Market Common, which was built on the old Air Force Base. It's kind of a mixed-use development. All the people in there are transplants, and they are all voting a certain way, and they're not voting Republican. And I keep hearing these stories about how people with California plates are driving around Idaho, <laughs> And they get flipped off all the time, which is a true story. That's I'm not making that up. Fascinating stuff if you're a political scientist. I'm Jared Dillian. You've been listening to the Be Smart Podcast. See you next time.